The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and I am so glad that you're joining us today. Today's topic is uh, by local initiatives, and we're going to take a look at uh, what one town in or city in uh, California is doing to promote by local in its city and, and to its small businesses. So what we're going to talk about is what by local is and why it's important and what that city, which is Mission Viejo, California, is doing to promote by local. So by local, when you think about it, and we've all heard that phrase before, but it usually calls to mind um, buying local produce, uh, talking about farm to table dining, uh, maybe even small business Saturdays after Black Friday, which is, is one of those promotions for buy local, but it is so much more. And if you, and if you, think about it, small businesses have a huge impact on the American economy, so the importance of supporting local businesses is great. And I found some uh, small business administration statistics on this that were really interesting. About 23 million small, there are about 23 million small businesses in the U.S., and small businesses have increased by about 50% since 1982. And about 55% of U.S. sales happen as small, at small businesses. And over 8 million jobs have been created by small businesses since 1990. So you can see that small businesses are really a driving force in our economy. And it's important to make sure that we're uh, supporting them within our regions, with, within our cities, and um, within the economy. Some other statistics that I also thought were interesting were that small businesses donate about 250% more than larger businesses to nonprofits and community causes. And if you spend $100 at a local business, about $68 stays in your local economy. If you spend the same at a large business, only $43 stays in the local economy. So small businesses, again, are important to your local economy and to making sure that all the infrastructure and all the services that you get um, are provided for through some of the revenues from local businesses. Another statistic that, that I found was that 66% of small businesses plan to keep spending money on digital marketing. And according to the same study, 66% could not survive without wireless technology. I thought I'd throw that in because that's the space that I'm in. So I thought that was really interesting. So in many communities, bi-local initiatives and campaigns are increasing in 
in momentum. A support for small businesses and local buying programs often go hand in hand, and you're, you're seeing a lot of cities and chambers of commerce is working together to support this initiative. But the term buy local is fairly broad, and each community may determine their own policies and guidelines. So with that in mind, I want to introduce my guest today, who is uh, retired Colonel Greg Raths, who sits on the City Council for Mission Viejo. Uh, Greg has had an interesting background, and I want to give you a flavor for how he got to where he is and why he's one of the driving forces behind Mission Viejo's Buy Local campaign. So welcome, Greg. How are you? Hey, Janet. Doing well. Thank you very much. Good. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm 63, so we'll start there. Guys tend to have no problem telling our age. And <laughs> I grew up in uh, the Phoenix, Arizona area, and I graduated from uh, Arizona State University with a degree in business. Uh, but I always wanted to be a military pilot. Like my father in World War II, he flew the A-20 in the European theater. So I joined the U.S. Marine Corps and went to uh, naval flight training in Pensacola, Florida, and became a jet fighter pilot and was transferred from Florida right here to Southern California at the Marine Corps Air Station in El Toro, which is in uh, the Irvine area. The base has since shut down due to uh, the base base closing in uh, 2000. But uh, I spent 30 years of my life uh, as a fighter pilot. I met my wife here in California, raised three children, now have five grandchildren. After I retired, I retired at the rank of colonel. I became an airline pilot with uh, JetBlue Airways, flew out of Long Beach. And after a few years with them, I went into business and became president of an auto parts distribution firm based in Anaheim, California, which is in uh, Southern California, you know, home of Disneyland. And we sold that company. And I really got a feel for business uh in those four short years I worked for this company, just the amount of regulation and, and taxes and and just so much to run a business when you do payroll, all the different uh, payroll taxes, Social Security taxes, the disability, the workman's compensation, and so much goes to government. And I really felt, you know, okay, now that I've experienced business and I do have a military background. I always wanted to get to Washington and and kind of stamp these guys out of. I guess they call it the swamp these days. <laughs> so I ran for right. I ran for U.S. Congress here in our local district, forty-five in California, which is South Orange County. Uh, came up right. short by a few thousand votes, and then uh, I enjoyed the campaign per se, and I. There was an open seat here in the town of Mission Viejo, which is about 100,000 in our community, and I I won that race in 2014, so I sit now on the city council. I'm in my third year of a four-year term. Yeah, and and you've actually been really involved in, in the community since then, haven't you? Yes, when I, when I first got into local politics, uh, I guess you tend to start there. I went right for Congress and that was a little bridge too far, <laughs> but uh, I learned so much and, and I really enjoyed the people when I was getting out because they just wanted to talk to 
even though I wasn't a congressman, just a candidate, because everybody has their views on some issue. And when right. I got, when I won my seat here in Mission Viejo, I got close with the our local chamber of commerce that would have breakfasts every Tuesday mornings, and there was more of a networking, and I got to know a lot of the small business owners. And when I when I got to meet them, you got to remember in the military, you have this umbrella over you. You have your own health care system. You have your own commissaries and places to shop. And when you leave the military, it's kind of, you know, it, it takes a while to adjust. And it wasn't sure. until I, I joined the chamber and got to meet these small businesses that I'm like, oh, here's a plumber. Here's a guy to do business cards. And here's an insurance agent. And once you get to know them and you spend a few breakfasts with them, you learn to trust them. And it was just a whole new eye-opening experience for me and my family. And we've met a lot of great friends. And I trust. I had an electrician over here the other day. Uh, I know you know Savash from Ethany uh, uh, Electrical. I had some issues, and he fixed it all up and, uh, you know, didn't hammer me on costs. He was very... Uh, uh, w- within the market prices, so it was it was a great experience, and I'm really learning uh, as a city council member to remember I represent their tax dollars that they pay into the city, and I want to spend them wisely. So I keep my ears open and my eyes open uh, at all these different events uh, around the city. Well, and that's really important. One of the things that I constantly mention during this radio show is that um, people are going to do business with people that they know, like, and trust. And in a lot of cases, that is the small business in the area because they're the ones that you're, you're going to call on constantly. They're the ones that you're are going to care about who you are and how, how you're doing in the town, in, in your local area. And they're also the ones that are going to pay more attention than some of the bigger businesses. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, totally agree. And now that I've, I've ran a business, I, I understand what they're going through as far as the regulations and taxes. So sitting on our council, I tend to be very business friendly. If there's a, uh, a an ordinance of some sort that's hampering businesses, and I hear this from, you know, the, the, uh, the community business owners, I would ensure or I'll try to get an answer for those business owners to tell us either why we're doing it or maybe it's just some outdated uh, law that needs to be taken off the books to help them succeed because the last thing we want to do in our city is, is to lose business. And we, are, we do get a tax revenue. The city gets a 1% sales tax revenue, which, which brings in about 40% of our budget, and the rest of it comes from uh, property tax. So it's important uh, that you know we have more businesses to generate the revenue to run the city, and the city contracts out the Orange County Sheriff for security and the fire departments. But we do ensure that our roads are kept up, our slopes. We we we're a roving uh, community with hills, and uh, we, we have right. slopes along right. the road that we keep, try to keep green, and we have recreation centers. So, and we're very very frugal with our money and we're, we do have a balanced budget, which I'm sure a lot of cities would, would, would be very jealous of us because we, we have a strong community business sector that 
keeps the revenue coming into the city and um, uh, we're able to use it wisely without overspending. Right. And, and in addition to that, it's, it's unique in Mission Viejo because I see that um, the business community and the city are, are really working hand in hand. And uh, you are the go-to person. If, if anybody in the business community, as far as the Chamber of Commerce goes, has a problem, they come to you and you seem to be able to solve it. So I'm, I'm really glad that you're there and, and uh, we have such a strong presence in the Chamber of Commerce of our city councilmen. Um, and yeah, you have a, co- go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I have a direct line to the city manager. He's he's full time. He runs the city staff. And, and uh, if there's an issue, like there's a park uh, right there where we meet, we meet at High Park Tap House for our breakfasts across the street. It's called Craycraft Park, and that park is home to a lot of tournaments of softball for the girls and people from out of town. Uh, come into our city to use that uh, ballpark when there's tournament. And the sign that says Craycraft Park is real small, and some people were, like drive right by it. So right. a couple people mentioned to me that you should have like a larger sign. So we're that's easy. I, I, we went in, we had the money, and we contracted out to get a larger sign. And so when people from out of our community come in, it'll be a lot easier for them to find and drive into the park. So just little things like that. And they're not that hard, but some people don't know where to go. They don't know who to contact within the city. And since I go to a lot of the chamber events and city events, I do a lot of the high school graduations. And we have a college, a community college in our city saddleback and make myself known over there. So, you know, I am kind of the go-to guy, which is you're supposed to be that way when you're in government. You want to help the people that, uh, you know, pay the taxes. So, I enjoy that role. And then I, like I said in earlier, I like to use a lot of the small businesses because I've learned to trust these people. Right. And with that, we're going to take our first break, Greg. And when we come back, we'll continue our conversation and start talking about what Mission Viejo is doing with Buy Local. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. 
These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. This segment of our show is sponsored by SA Electric Incorporated. So if you're in Southern California, SA Electric has the expertise that can solve all of your industrial, commercial, or residential electrical needs. And no matter what the project, SA Electric provides reliable and expert service. Uh, So give my friend Savash a call at 949-395-395. 5225 or visit online at sa-electric.com and as Greg said Greg used him a couple of days ago so uh, he's a reliable source for you and uh, just give him a call he'll come out he'll give you a free estimate Uh, and again that number is 949-395-5225 so Greg we left off talking about how small business is important to the community and some of the ways that you're helping to make it a little easier for small businesses to work in the community. But let's change gears a little bit and, and start talking about buy local. Um, how, how are you and the city of Mission Viejo starting to look at the subject of buy local initiatives? Well, as I mentioned before, 1% of the local sales from businesses uh, go to the city for revenue. And with the advent of the Internet, uh, obviously several years ago, more and more people tend to be doing more uh, buying online. And so what I've seen and the city uh, uh, budget director I've seen is the revenue from local businesses has gone very flat, if not down a little bit, because, you know, on Amazon now, you could buy something that's at your door by the end of the day almost. Uh, it's that right. quick. And that tax revenue does not go to the city. So, But if you go to, uh, you know, the local uh, store here, you know, obviously we pick up the, the tax. So what I'm trying to do is try to bring back the, the businesses, business uh, customers to the local area by we're going to start a campaign and uh, I'm going to introduce legislation on July 11th at our city council meeting to have a three-month campaign, August, September, October, uh, where the city is going to help with it and the chamber. We're going to, uh, it's called Buy Local, uh, Think Big, Buy Small, Buy Small Business, and we're going to have uh, banners on our street poles and then advertising throughout the city local uh, newspaper, which is a, a Mission Viejo Reporter and some of the other uh, flyers that go out. 
and we're going to work hand-in-hand hand with, with the community businesses and the Mission Viejo Chamber of Commerce. And what we're also doing is uh, small businesses are allowed to put out banners, I think, 100 days out of the year, like Big Sale uh, or some feather banners to kind of get people's attention to come in for a sale. And there's a fee for that. I believe it's $75 a, a year, so we, we're going to waive that fee if it uh, passes through the council. And I don't see why not, because the five of us on council are all very pro-business, so we want to waive that fee and then insert some money from the city to uh, advertise uh, the campaign to think big, buy small, buy small business, and uh, come in. And then also in August, we're going to have what they call a restaurant week, where we're going to bring, we're going to advertise all our restaurants to people to uh, utilize and and be patrons to our, our local restaurants. Right, and that, and that's really a big thing. This is the first one that Mission Viejo's had in years, if at all. Um, and it looks like it's and it's coming at a time when uh, restaurants typically um, during the summer it's it's kind of a lull. So so you get to go to some restaurants that you may not have gone to, and I think there's going to be some uh, contests and games and all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, so they're, they're going to have the different restaurants are going to have, obviously, um, sales on different meals or whatever, 10% off, 15% off. But we have a couple sports bars, and we have some real nice restaurants all the way down to, you know, the fast food places. And we're really going to press hard to uh, get people to go to restaurant to restaurant and uh, and kind of get to know the food, and once they get there, they go, wow, I can't believe I haven't, haven't eaten here. I, there's a Delizzi's, which is a it's a small, nice Italian restaurant. It's kind of tucked away into a uh, shopping uh, mall, and it's hard to see, but uh, we're trying to get exposure for some of these great restaurants in our city. So that's we're going to have a restaurant. I, I, do you know, Janet, I think it's a month. We're going to have the whole month of August. Is that what you re- 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 recall? The uh, the restaurant week is August twenty second through twenty eighth. Okay, yeah, so, so it's a whole yeah. week. That's right. It's going to yeah. be a week. So we're going to combine that with the buy local, and and just you know just it, it you know if it br- you know brings in some money to the local community, everybody's happy. The city's happy because of the tax revenue, and then the businesses you know obviously uh, brings in more revenue, and. Like I said, when I was a business owner, and I, I'm actually putting together a small business now, it's it's crazy just the regulation, the taxes, sure. and just the burdensome, uh, especially here in, in California. It's it's a very uh, not a very business friendly state because of the amount of regulation and taxes. So with that burden on our um, business owners, us here in our city. Uh, the, the representatives, the council members, we, we, we're, we're going to bend over backwards to keep our businesses here and promote uh, small business in our community. Because, as you said at the beginning, it's, it, I think you said 8 million uh, people have, uh, are being hired by small business since 1990. Right. So it, it's, a, it's the heart of, uh, of the community, and we don't have big outlets like uh, Costco or anything in our city. We do have a Home Depot and uh, 
that's about the biggest business we have. We have a, a large hospital, Mission Viejo Hospital, which is a trauma clinic, which employs a lot of people. And then our Saddleback College employs a lot of people. And we do do very well with larger businesses as far as we have five or six uh, automobile dealerships in our community, Alexa right. or Audi and a Land Rover that do well. But my, the whole idea of this three-month campaign is to help the small businesses, not the large businesses. Not that we don't want the large businesses to do well, but right. this is a campaign <laughs> specifically for that. So how do you, as a city, how do you attract small businesses to the area? Well, we're, um, when a small business comes in uh, to our city, you know, then they're looking for space. Uh, our office uh, space is very competitive for South Orange County per foot uh, for office space and for warehouse or whatever. So it, it starts out being very competitive. Uh, compared to as you get further north into Anaheim and Irvine, it gets more and more expensive. So we start out there, and when a business wants to start, uh, when they come into our city, our civic center, we have people to welcome. We try to make it as business friendly as possible to get them started. We we send out inspectors when they when they set up and make sure the signage is correct, so they don't have to buy a sign. Then it say the letters are too big. You know, we try to lay everything out early. We work with them. Obviously, not all the time it goes right. That's where I try to step in if there's an issue that just can't be resolved. So uh, we try to make it very friendly, and we waive fees if possible uh, for certain, uh, say, we're, we're really stressed and trying to get one type of business in or the other. We try to be help them out when they uh, arrive. And then once they do get established and get up and running, we urge them to join our Chamber of Commerce. And it's right. it was 150 a year. I believe it's gone to 200 or maybe somewhere in there, which is only like what, $15 a month at the most. And we'll have like a ribbon cutting ceremony, a grand opening, and chamber, chamber members will go and cut the ribbon and they'll have refreshments or whatever, and then we put it into our newsletter. Uh, our local newspaper, the Mission Bay Reporter, will uh, pick up on a story or the Orange County Register and try to get some business generated for that particular business. Now, Janet, you recall we just started uh, this tea company called Harmony Tea Bar. Harmony Tea Bar, Right. And it's kind of tucked away in this uh, little shopping strip mall. And I'm like, I don't know if it's going to work out. But uh, uh, the problem about a year ago, that strip mall had no Internet service. Uh, Cox Cable is the provider in the area, and it just wasn't worth their uh, uh, amount of money to, to put it in the strip mall. And we, we put a little leverage on Cox saying, you know, if you don't do it, we'll do it as a city. And why should the city be involved in cable service? But if you won't do it, we will. We kind of kind of brought them out. And finally, they said, okay, we'll put it in. So that's mm-hmm. one area, you know, where I can help. And once they put in that high-speed uh, Internet service, well, this Harmony T-Bar, a lot of the students from Saddleback College, which is like less than a mile away, will go there to do their homework and, and log in using the uh, Wi-Fi they have. 
and they do their homework and drink tea and have snacks, and uh, it's it's a very successful business. And I, I believe it's just got Small Business of the Year. It's brand new almost, but uh, things it, like it that did, where yeah, it, it did, and, and and in fact, not only have they. Uh, thrived there they've also opened another location right there called acai bowl and that business is is thriving too and and the owner has said on multiple occasions that he couldn't do that without the help of the city and and the chamber and what the chamber does for them and we will work with the landowners the parcel owners um in certain uh, mall areas or um, shopping centers to, hey, can you give these guys maybe the first two months free or, or some type of deal right. to help them to get started? So we will right. work with the owners and in the city, there's a, in the center of the city, which is where the civic center and library is, there's a area that's starting to show some wear and tear. We're kind of putting the pressure on the owners to, hey, let's uh, tidy this up a little bit. And we will help you with, uh, you know, in a public-private partnership to uh, make it look nicer. Right. So hold that thought because it's time for another break and we'll pick up right where we left off as soon as we get back. So stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, Please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Before the break, we were talking about uh, Mission Viejo and some local, uh, bi-local initiatives they have. And in particular, we were tr- focusing on one of the shopping areas that there were some questions about in the city, with the city and how it affected the small businesses in that area. But Greg, I want to talk to you now about how um, small businesses need to be part of the city process the city government process 
So can you talk to me about how this, how small businesses can interact with the city council? Well, like I said earlier uh, in our uh, conversation, uh, I've tried to um, get together with the with the uh, business owners and have a relationship with them, so they're not afraid or feel a little put back when they come to a city council meeting. Uh, when we start our council meeting, there's what they call public comments, and anybody within the city or actually neighboring cities can come, and we give them three minutes to come to the podium and say what's on their mind. And our city broadcasts our city council meetings to our local station and 50,000 households, and they can talk about their business for three minutes. I, uh, we're a new dental office. We have a new dentist in town. His name's Dr. Kim. You know, we do the braces or we, we do root canals and that they can actually free advertising on our local station. And it, it kind of opens them up. Uh, it helps them, obviously, to get business. And then they get more comfortable approaching the mayor or any council members on issues to help their business. And a couple of weeks ago, we had what they call the mayor's breakfast, and uh, we had uh, one of our local high school's football coach as our guest speaker. And, you know, we, we brought in all the business owners and, and just community members, and it was just a great breakfast to talk and pass out uh, business cards to each other. There were several businesses that helped sponsor the, the event, and... It was just, it was fun. And what, what, what I like now is when I first started, and not, I'm not saying anything about prior councils, but, you know, there's only be about a handful of people. And we had one actually last night, and there's, you know, 60, 70 people there. And the viewership on our uh, television station is, is gone way up. So, and also another thing on our, our local television station, you can put an ad it, it right. has your business, and it's like $50 a year. So we make it very, very um, uh, easy and uh, inexpensive to advertise. So I think it, the relationship is uh, there when we need it. And we did have a lady who had an issue, a legal issue. And we have a city attorney. Bill Curley is our city attorney. And she was having problems with the property owner and... She says, is there anything you can do, Greg? I said, well, yeah, let me have my city attorney call you. And within that afternoon, he calls the business owner and then was able to write a letter to the uh, parcel owner to, to help figure out her problem and uh, and put a little pressure to uh, make sure her business stayed where it was. So, uh, you know, once they get to know you per, on a personal basis and uh, – you you meet for breakfast or you meet for dinner or lunch or whatever. People uh, now I, I'm I, as you probably know, Jen. I'm very approachable, and yes. the last thing we want is these business to leave our city and go somewhere else. So I'm really really dedicated on keeping uh, the business owners in our city. So I'll help them in any way possible. Yeah, and that's really important is for for businesses in general, small businesses in general, to get to know their city councilman the, and everybody who represents them within the city so that they can have that relationship that, you know, I said before, we talk about that no like, and trust factor, and it goes both ways. 
So you need to make sure that you're talking to your city and your city is talking to you so that you can um, build your business in the city and make sure that everybody knows about it and uh, support your city and just um, keep that relationship open. Yeah, for me, I think it was, in hindsight, it's much more rewarding uh, than being a, co- a congresswoman, uh, congressman. Uh, you know, the, the commute to Washington oh, yeah. and back, and just and just uh, the problems going on in Washington, it would be very difficult. I think on on me and my family. So this is a perfect uh, job. I'm retired, so I have the time to uh, go around and, and uh, talk to different, uh, you know dry cleaners or uh, we just opened up a new hardware star store called orchard and I, I go in there now and uh, I visit with them um, so it's just uh, just I don't know it's very rewarding for me and when I can get solutions and that's kind of my theme I mentioned uh, uh, solutions not politics and when I get a solution to a problem and everyone seems happy with it, it it's a good feeling that, you know, right. I contribute in, in, in some part to ease the pain or the burden that someone's having. And in our, in our breakfast group, we have an attorney who's very approachable. And uh, I knew he helped uh, one lady pro bono because of some issues and uh, had the trust. And then when she got back on her feet, she was able to use them, you know, obviously, and he could get paid. So it, it's, it's a cool cool position to be in. I'm in my third year on council, and if I run for, you could run three terms. I'm in my first term, so I could run for re-election next year if that's what I decide. I haven't made that decision yet. Well, I I think Mission Viejo would be uh, glad to have you run again, because you have been a, a very visible force and a very vocal force for small businesses. And I think that um, speaking from the chamber board, we, we appreciate that and all of the council members who, who are so supportive of small businesses. So um, yeah, we, just, uh, we love the city. Go ahead. Well, I, and, and I think it's unique. I don't think that a lot of cities have that um, open door policy for, for their small businesses. They may say so, um, to pay lip service to it, but sometimes I don't. I don't know if it actually turns into uh, some of the initiatives that you guys are taking to help the businesses in the city. Yeah, there's a lot that goes on behind the scene uh, to ensure that our city moves forward. It's a very, very safe city in South Orange County. Uh, we used to boast the safest city in California, and I think the latest crime statistics, we, we dropped to number two, which isn't bad, but uh, it, we marry up with our Orange County sheriffs. They do our mm-hmm. patrolling. We have a great relationship with the lieutenant that runs uh, the sheriff's department in our city, and we're, we're kind of keeping on top of everything to ensure that our residents do well, but we're also... We'll we want to keep the home values up to our property owners. You own a home and you don't want bars on your houses and property values and people start fleeing the community. So we have HOAs within the city that keep the houses up to speed, keep them looking nice, but, you know, because we want people to be attracted to our city. And we do have some strict regulations 
for business owners as far as uh, code enforcement. There's, you know, you don't want big old signs and big old neon signs blurring. You know, we want to keep it, you know, a small little uh, medium-sized town without too much rigmarole. But so there's a balance, you know, on uh, keeping our uh, businesses happy and prosperous. Yeah, and, and that's really important, and that's kind of what attracts small businesses to cities like Mission Viejo. So if uh, you had any advice for a small business that's looking to um, open up a brick-and-mortar store or just function in a town, in a city like Mission Viejo, what would it be? Uh, my advice would, would be to get with the city or to, with the chamber. If there's 10 dentists in a half a square mile area, it's probably not a good business to start. You want to come in, obviously, with a business plan that's going to be profitable. And doing your homework early, understanding the community, understanding your patrons is so important. I've seen businesses come in, they have an awesome uh, product or service but it's just not located in the right area, uh, per se. It's more, say, it's an industrial area where they're selling, um, you know, ice cream cones that probably are not doing well. And, and we have a history. We can sit down with the business owners. Uh, there's a lady who's a, a business coach within the city that sits down saying, you know, look, you have a great business plan, but, you know, we've had six of these snow cone shops and none of them made it. So why do you think yours is? Tell us your idea and we'll, and we'll work with them. And then I know you, Janet, in the chamber will, you know, we have an executive director now and he can sit down and say, you know, uh, this is a great idea and uh, we, we think it's really going to do well. Or, you know, you might want to do a little bit more homework. So I recommend they understand and they have to understand the California law and the regulations and all the taxes. I mean, because the taxes are just, you know, so burdensome. I, I'll be honest with you. You know, like right. I said earlier, like you have workman's compensation, you have disability tax, social security tax, state tax, local tax, federal tax. You know, by the time, you know, it gets down to your profit, it, it might not be there. So they have to understand right. how difficult of a state California is, and I'm not discouraging people, but just do your homework uh, before you start a business. Right. Well, and, and it's really important for people to remember that the cities want you to succeed. It's not like they want you to come in and, and set up business and six months later close because right. that hurts right. the city too, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Last thing you want is vacancies in the, in the malls or in the, in the uh, shopping centers, uh, once say one leaves, another leaves, and then they start being empty. It does, you know, it's not good for the community. Then other business owners, you know, well, what's going on here? Why is everyone leaving? And and so it just it, then it becomes an epidemic. So you want to work. We not only work with the business owners, but work with the property owners because the property owners are the ones that could push people out if they just start charging way too much per square footage. And right. we also work with the utilities, make sure the utilities are there. You have the electric and like I said earlier, the cable, the Wi-Fi, whatever it takes, you know, uh, to run a successful business. So we work deep into the structure 
to ensure that uh, the business owners have everything they need to be successful. Right. Well, you know what, Greg? It's time for our last break. So when we come back, we'll wrap up our discussion on Buy Local and look at what's coming up on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411marketingsolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411marketingsolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Laurie H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So we've had a great discussion with uh, Greg Grass about buy local and the implications for small businesses and the community in general. And I just wanted to ask you, Greg, what are your closing thoughts about buy local and, and how it works with the city and all that? Uh, just in closing, you know, it, it depends on the relationship uh, with the city and the owners. And it's just so important to have a, a strong, uh, cordial uh, business uh, and personal relationship with uh, city people and uh, business owners and actually also parcel owners. Well, and and, um, the Chamber of Commerce and some of the other community uh, organizations, right? right? Yeah? Yeah, so... Absolutely. In, In our community, we have a Rotary Club. I'm a member of the Rotary Club, and mm-hmm. that's very good networking. I'm a member. Of, we have a local Elks Lodge. Uh, I'm a member of that, and the Knights of Columbus at our uh, local Catholic church. The, they're very service orientated uh, facilities and organizations. And I personally am chairman of the board of a charity to help veterans. It's called Patriots and Paws, which is a local charity here in Orange County. So. 
when I have free time, uh, I work at that charity. We have a large warehouse in the city of Orange full of furniture that any veterans can can use, can take for no charge. And we also have a segment where we train dogs as companion animals for uh, veterans with uh, some type of disability, either mental or physical. So I keep engaged in nonprofits. I'm engaged in service organizations. Boy Scouts of America, I sit on their board. I sit on the Orange County Veterans, uh, or I've been nominated to sit on the Orange County Veterans Advisory Council. So hopefully I'll be on that council soon. So I'm more busy now, retired, than I was when I had a full-time job. <laughs> well, and, and I think that's also a good lesson for small businesses, too, um, not to stay in their little cocoons, but get involved in the community, um, oh, because totally. that's another yes. great way for them to get uh, recognized within the community. Yes, they have to get out. They can't just sit there hoping people walk in the door. They got to. They got. They have to bring them in the door, and and close that sale. You know, be uh, be engaged in the community because the more you get engaged, the more business you're going to have, and the more business you have, and they're happy with your business or your your service or your product. They'll tell their friends, and then it it, it just rolls from there, as you know. Right. And, and one of the things that we need to keep in mind is that um, uh, sometimes small businesses have a great idea and they open their doors and they think everybody everything's going to flood in. But there are certain steps that they need to take with their marketing, with their involvement in the community and several other things to make sure that people are aware of them and get to know, like and trust them. Exactly. Exactly. And they have to be business smart. Um I learned when I was in business, you you know, you got uh, $50,000 in invoicing and all of a sudden someone's not paying. You go, what do you mean they're not paying? Well, there's, <laughs> right. there's bad people out there or people that can't make uh, the payments to their commitments. So it's, it, it's tough. Business is not easy, uh, either at a very small level or obviously at General Motors. We saw one bankrupt uh, during the recession. So... It, 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 you got to be totally focused. You have to be very intelligent. Uh, uh, know your business. Uh, know know your uh, your base on who to, to to sell your product or service to. And right. also, got to remember, there's some bad seeds out there who'll take advantage of you. Right. And, and again, just to recap what we've been talking about today on, uh, regarding buy local, it's important to get involved with your community, your community and your city, because um, as if your city is able to uh, promote buy local, more money stays in the community, local jobs are created and the community and economy are strengthened. And, and as you said earlier, the quality of life is also improved. So it's really important to do this. And I'm so glad that Mission Viejo is is participating in in the bi-local initiatives. Yeah, and we have a beautiful lake in our community and a lot of the businesses are around the lake. We have events almost, uh, if not monthly, weekly. In the summer, we have concerts and a lot of the local business come out and advertise or sponsor different events and sponsorships are so important. You have to advertise. You have to let people know who you are. Right. They're not just going to, like I said, they're not going to walk in the door. Right. Exactly. 
So, Greg, thank you so much for being with us today. And I want to take a, a minute because I know that you have written a book. And I want you to give us a little bit of a description and toot your own horn a little bit here. (laughs) Yes, when I uh, retired and uh, I start having some grandchildren, I didn't know my grandparents that well. So I was going to jot down a few notes about my life and uh, kind of tuck it away uh, if they ever wanted to read it once I'm, you know, long gone. But uh, it started, and I go, this might be a pretty good book. And as a fighter pilot, I came very close to uh, dying on eight separate occasions due to uh, oh fire. I, my cockpit caught on fire once. I, uh, on an aircraft carrier, I landed uh, a little too short. It could have been catastrophic. So I named it The Nine Lives of a Fighter Pilot. <laughs> and it's a story of my life as an American uh, fighter pilot and patriot. And it, uh, it's, it's it's done very very well. Uh, all proceeds for the book goes to my charity, uh, Patriots and Paws. So it's a win win. Um, once uh, uh, the uh, book kind of got noticed, and and that that's another thing. You just can't write a book and say, okay, go buy it. You have to advertise. You got to go out right. and do a book tour. You know, I, I would sit outside Bagels and Brew and some of these places with a little cart table selling my book, and then more more people would would be aware of it, and and I would uh, make more and more money. And then you know, I actually have a, a publishing company, West Co- West Coast Publishing, that I started, mm-hmm. and I published my own book, and I published a couple other uh, small things, and we have a guy in our in our. Um, chamber who's a wordsmith and michael right. uh, uh ashley michael, michael ashley, ashley has, and, yeah. and he helped me and he helped me when i ran for u.s congress for speech writing and things like that so you know you you got to get out there and push and push and push uh so my book's been very successful it's online amazon and all the big ones have it but barnes and noble and every so often, a check comes in, and I have my own webpage, Nine Lives of a Fighter Pilot. And uh, when I have a sale, I turn over the money right to Patriots and Paws, and, and off we go. So it, it's it's rewarding, and uh, so the kids can read it when I'm when I'm gone. I go, oh, that was my grandfather, that was my great grandfather. So I'm very proud of my military career. I uh, was in three combat operations. The most notable was Operation Desert Storm in 1990. Mm-hmm. 45 combat missions uh, over Iraq and Kuwait. And most, a lot of my flying was off the USS Midway and the USS Abraham Lincoln. I was a carrier pilot. And uh, it was very thrilling and uh, very rewarding for me. I really got into flying jet aircraft, and it was just a real treat for me. It was hard to retire, but uh, the young bucks come in and they, they got a little edge on you. So you got to. Turn it over at a certain point. So when I was uh, 50, I retired and then went with the airlines for a few years. So that's my story. Well, I'm very proud of it. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, I, you know, I appreciate you and I really appreciate you being on the show to talk about Buy Local. And uh, we're at the end of our program. So I hope everybody has enjoyed this information and talking with Greg Grass. And if you have any questions please, about what we covered, please feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411 marketing solutions.com. And so next week, 
I'm really looking forward to it because we are going to talk about to click or not to click, getting the most out of online advertising. And my guest is Jim Froling from 949 Local. Greg, you know Jim. And and, uh, he is a certified Google AdWords partner and Bing Ads accredited accredited professional so he's going to give us a little bit of the inside scoop on um, pay-per-click and advertising online so if you would like to receive updates on the show and bonus materials please sign up for our email list at 411marketingsolutions.com slash radio and if you have any comments or suggestions for topics you'd like to hear in the future please email me at janet at 411marketingsolutions.com Thank you for joining me and Greg today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope it was informative and you came away with some new ideas to market your business. Have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts.